Hello and welcome to Lightroom on Court, the podcast where we discuss your favorite made-for-TV movies. Whether you love to hate watch or hate yourself for loving them, pour up a glass of your favorite cocktail and join us. I am your host, Patrick Serrano, and my guests today are... I am Drew Current. And I am Dan Wright. That's yeah. right. Dan you, is back. You're Dan Wright. It's me, guys. You're Dan, you're Dan Wright. How, did people say that to you growing up all the time? No, it actually only happened in my adult life. Yeah. It's great. That is great. I got Dan wrong... All oh, the way through. Like, that is rude. Early part of high school. <laughs> Dan wrong. Oh my God, that's so mean. I know. It's deep <laughs> emotional scars. It You could say it was so harmful, it gave me disassociative identity disorder. Oh, we'll Whoa. get to it. We'll get to it. Um, <laughs> wow, that is traumatizing. Thematic. And not even that funny. No, it's not. It's just kind of lazy, to be honest it's with It's really you. lazy. It's kind of funny. Dan, <laughs> it's kind of funny, though. Yeah. Oh, it, look, it's Dan wrong. Oh, God, it's happening again. <laughs> More I'm like sorry. Dan I wrong. Was like, uh, yeah, I wasn't very nice in high school. Sorry, everyone. It's happening all over again. Okay. I've right. always been so nice. Yeah, I've you realized. are so nice. <laughs> I've been nice most of my life. <laughs> It's time to it's right. time, turn, now, it, turn it around. No more. We'll get a different personality in Dan. Um, oh, boy. Yes. But we're back. Season four. Welcome. Thank uh, you for having me. It is our first episode of the new season. Yay. So I know we're back. We're yeah, back. Yay. A little bit earlier than last year. We took all of January off. But this movie in particular, I was like, I got to get a podcast going on this one. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we're doing that. We are going to be covering Lifetime's upcoming films. Uh, there's an Olivia Newton-John one. Oh. There's a Judith Light and Christina Ricci coming. Oh, yeah. There Ricci. is a, uh, uh, what is the, Victoria Gotti? Do we know her? Um, the daughter of like John a, Gotti? Yeah. Yeah. She has one that she produced about her life. Uh, okay. Sure. That doesn't sound self-indulgent at all. Okay. No, but okay. she produced it and wrote it, and there's going to be a little documentary about it, about her making the movie after the movie. Wow. Oh, okay. Yeah. It sounds like it's something I would do. Yeah. This <laughs> you know, passion project. Uh, right. <laughs> so lots of things coming. Check out the Lifetime uh, website or the Lifetime Uncorked website and mm-hmm. keep up with the movies. We're just going to kind of be going through them as they're coming because I get them in. In little spatters, you yeah. know. I'm not getting like full schedule. This is not Hallmark, okay? Yeah, These movies are being made today. <clears throat> uh, so you know. the ones we'll do next week are being made literally right now. Exactly. So you know, we don't have a lot of leeway. We'll let you know on the Instagram. Follow us at Lifetime and Court. That is the best way to get up to the date news about this podcast. All of this stuff is just like a Martin Scorsese single shot. Just that's how they get through the whole movie. So yeah. It's like a One, 15 minute single seriously. shot. Um, but yes, yeah, so we're very happy. Everyone's back for season four. And today we're kicking it off. Oh, very important movie. Oh. You said kickoff. I like I this. I did. Oh, yeah. That's a sports reference for those of you that hey, don't know. I didn't even realize I did a sports reference. We do sports references all the time and we don't even know it. I know. I'm like, touchdown there. Touchdown. <laughs> oh, that's, that's double meaning. No. <laughs> Wait a minute. Okay, never mind. This is Lifetime. Sure. <laughs> that means something else in Lifetime. Anyways. In a football game, they're like, touchdown there. <laughs> Look at there's a t- That is one. <laughs> that's actually when they put their, their hands up to make the goalpost. They're saying, right here. Touch it right here. Touch it yes. right here. In between my hands. We're speaking about sports because Dan has a sports podcast. It's called, oh, wait. The no, push off. The push off. <laughs> I was going to say the kickoff or the touchdown. Or the touchdown. The touchdown. No, the push off. <laughs> yeah, I'm the co host of the push off podcast. You push off a sweaty man and you say, get away from me, take a shower. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's true, except they penalize you for it because they want those sweaty men on you. Uh-huh. Oh. Mm-hmm. You're yep. saying the NFL is kind of gay. 
Yeah. Oh, no, it's super gay. They're super gay. My, my favorite analogy for football was football is the true American sport because it requires you to wear overly tight pants and take land from other people. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Yeah. Okay, great. True American. But Real American. We're kicking off our season. You're winding down to the big pinnacle. Oh, yeah. It's This is the biggest game of the year. This right. is the be-all, end-all. This is the, the formation of the faith. This is like our Easter. If you're religious, the Super Bowl is the Easter of football fans. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, think I would say right. it's a Christmas. Oh, that's the draft. Yeah. Oh. Because the draft, you get to open brand new presents. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Oh, okay. okay. But uh, this is the formation of the faith. Without the Super Bowl, there would be no need to have this. Without Easter, there is no Christianity. That's true. Without the Super Bowl, there is no football. Who's yep. the halftime? That's going to be Maroon 5. Uh, Maroon yeah. 5, uh, kicking it up. They came to my college once. I didn't go. <laughs> no. It was free. I didn't go. You <laughs> still didn't go? Probably was, a good decision. It was like right when their album came out. Oh, yeah. You know, I Songs wasn't in college. Dream? I was visiting colleges, so whatever. Wait, did you not go to college? No, I didn't go to college until 2004 uh, years ago, minus, uh, oh, 15. 2015. Yeah, I just graduated. Oh, congrats. Thanks. Great. Thanks. I have a bachelor's in um, nursing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Nursing this drink. That's <laughs> right. Okay. But yes. Yeah, so at the fr- first second, I was like, do you? No, no. I have a bachelor's in science. <laughs> That's real. That's Any, real. Is there a specific, like a. It's just, just science. It says just general in science? science. That's yeah. what it says. Any particular like earth science? Or? I did theater in college, so I don't know why it's a science. I think it might be a misprint. <laughs> I just was like, science sounds way better than theater. I'm just going to take it and run. Fair. Yeah, take it. So, okay, we are here today to talk about my mother's split personality. That is the movie. Oh, Alatees. Alatees. Oh, mm-hmm. not just the one. Yeah. yeah. There's multiple split personalities. There's a bunch of them. Yeah. Um, here's the thing. Oh, well, before we get into that, it stars Kayla Wallace and Lindsay Hartley. Lindsay Hartley. And we know her from... Oh my gosh! What was that movie that we watched? It was uh, Nightmare Nurse. Nightmare Nurse. Nightmare it was Nurse. what I was on for last time. Yes, yes. So that was the last movie we did of her. She did one last year where she played twins, though, that hmm. I didn't cover on the podcast, and it was good. Yeah. There was a bad alcoholic twin and like a good twin, hmm. and the bad alcoholic twin was twine, twine, uh, twine. <laughs> it was Mark Twain. She was, was Mark Twain. trying to kill the good twin, oh. so she could take over her life because her life was so messed up. Right. Lindsay Arley was good in Nightmare Nurse. Like she was yeah. the only one that had chops. Everybody else was just a big plastic cut out of a human yes. shape. And she was legit. She was real. She's an actress. That's why they gave her this movie where she plays four different people. Wow. Yeah. And she pulls it off. Um, but here's the thing. Here's our disclaimer. Dan is a new dad. It's true. Mm-hmm. I had a brand new baby. Ava Catherine Wright, eight pounds, one ounce, born December 18th. Can't have the social security number, but there's a lot of information about that baby out public now. Right. Right. But, you know, uh, follow her on Instagram, <laughs> at Catherine. <laughs> she can, just she, general, somehow we got at Catherine. Well, really when amazing. Instagram started, you just <laughs> moth that down. Yeah. Lock it up. <laughs> right away. Um, but no. So I was like, Dan, let's do this movie. And he's like, let me check my schedule. I have a baby. And I'm like, yeah, I get it. I get it. But I really want you to be on this Lindsay Hartley movie. So we were talking about it. He's like, cool, I can do it. And then last night he was texting me and I didn't see it until this morning um, because I'm bad at checking Facebook <laughs> Messenger, apparently. And he's like, I can't find it. I'm like, oh, no, it's not on streaming. You had to record it on DVR. This is why cable sucks. I don't Comcast have. Comcast, you suck. I, sorry, everybody out there listening that likes Lifetime. 
I don't have the Lifetime channel. Right. Personally, because I host a football podcast. And so that's not really. That's why I thought you would have circles. cable. I was like, Dan definitely has cable. He he has a football podcast. No, I just I stream illegally for any of my ESPN stuff. That's crazy. Yeah. Whoa, man. Yeah. You're gonna get a raid. I know. On your house when this comes. Yeah. Up. You mean you, you uh, you know, someone else does that. That's no, okay. You're I, just in the room. I have a VPN. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um. So Dan hasn't seen the movie, but he's here with all the facts because I was like, fine. I know Dan will do homework. Here's your homework, and he's gonna jump in with all the facts throughout the movie. I'm gonna explain the movie to both of these boys, please. And yeah. they are gonna either decide if they're gonna pour it up or put a cork in it. Okay. That's yeah. the plan. That's it. That was a lot to get through, but it's the first episode of the season, so deal with it, everyone. Deal with it. Okay, here we go. We start off. We have Gail, okay? Gail is Lindsay Hartley, obviously. She's on the phone with her doctor, mm-hmm. or maybe her boyfriend, or maybe her husband. We don't know, but okay. she's Ooh. like, I need to refill my pills. I'm saying it really bitchily, but she's <laughs> she was doing it acting. I'm just going to disclaim that... Lindsay Hartley is a better actress than I am. Like, I'm an actress, but, you know, I'm not an actress. Lindsay Hartley's a good actress. Right. So I can't do her justice. You should probably watch the movie if you want to see how she really did it. But she's like, I need my pills refilled. (laughs) (laughs) And um, her husband's, like, in a hotel room. He's like, don't worry about it. It's going to be okay. Wait, is it her husband? Um, Or is it her doctor? Husband, doctor, we don't know. We don't know yet. Um, Oh, we don't get that yet. Suspense. And he's like... Don't worry. We'll talk to Amy about it. And Amy is one of her other personalities. Oh, okay. Um, so he knows about her personalities. And um, he, she's like, the meds aren't working. Like, they're all coming out. I'm, lo- I'm losing time. And he's like, okay. He hangs up with her. And he just starts pounding whiskey. Just <laughs> like, like, he's very stressed about it. So he just, like, pours a glass of whiskey and just, like, chugs it in, like, one gulp. Pours another one. Chugs it again. Grabs his throat. Dead on the floor. <laughs> He's been poisoned. Oh, okay. is it? Is was he pouring the whiskey out of a decanter? <laughs> or no, a it bottle? was like a bottle. It was like a whiskey bottle, but and not a brand new, not a hermetically sealed bottle. No, no. Well, it had been opened. It gets explained immediately because the bellhop comes in and he's like, "Shouldn't have drank out of that glass <laughs> that I put poison in." Bitch. Damn it, bellhop! Yeah, and I'm like, "Oh, the bellhop! It's always the bellhop." <laughs> So we flash to. He comes in, he's, oh, good, my poison worked. He basically, yes, basically, yes. Uh, I what I like that I appreciate that about lifetime yeah. movies that they explicitly tell you what happened because yeah. I just need you to explain it to me. I don't want to figure it out myself. Can, right, yeah. I do. I do want one day for somebody to just open the door bag. It's me, the murderer. Yes, and people go. Oh, Thank you. Oh, God. Oh, good. Should I start running now? Thank God, this isn't a murder mystery. (laughs) Right. Um, So Julie is the Gail's daughter, okay? Okay. She is back from college for the funeral of her dad. So the guy was her husband, Gail's Uh, husband. Bummer. Okay. Um, Sorry, Gail's husband. Was he named? No. Or maybe they said his name, but it doesn't matter. Chief. Yeah. Uh, Turns out that uh, he died of a heart attack. Literal line from eating cheeseburgers. <laughs> and Lindsay Hartley, Lindsay Hartley has to make this line work. I told him not to eat so many cheeseburgers. <laughs> Although, in in fairness, when I die, those that'll be a quote from my wife too. So that's okay. I feel yeah, I like that it. might be a thing and, too for me. Like, just yeah. he died of cheeseburgers. Right, o- overdose. It was really funny. 
but she is like very distraught and crying about it. Like she was like actually like crying real tears. Like I, I can't believe this. Like you know the <laughs> she's cheeseburgers. Used, she's using this line. She's able to cry still. She did, and I was like, wow. chops, well, man. So <laughs> the mother hurting? and daughter briefly acknowledge each other's presence. They sit down, and she's like, "Hello, daughter," and the daughter's like, "Hello, mom." They have a strained. Relationship. She actually said the word daughter. Hello, no, daughter. No, no, no. But oh, okay, because yeah. that's that's a message. Well, right, but. Uh, Gail has switched personalities. So we know this by she stares off into space and then we hear like a (laughs) and it's like a music cue. There's like little deedle under that too. So it's like a music cue and like an actress like staring off into space and then she turns back and she's like, what was that? Oh, who? uh, She didn't say who are you, but she's kind of like, who the fuck is this? Mm. Um, Who Mm -hmm. the fuck is this bitch? Because she turns into Madeline or Madeline, Madeline. Not so Madeline. we've got, we've got Gail, the base personality. Yes, and she's very stressed. Gail's very stressed. We've got Amy, who we haven't met yet. No. Yeah. And Madeline. Madeline. And Madeline is super sexy. So she's like, daughter, I have to go. And she's like, the funeral, the funeral. And she just like I gotta it. go get she that. She gets dick. in her car. Mm-hmm. In her trunk of her car is a sexy ass outfit. She puts it on, and it is like sexy. It has like a cutout mm-hmm. in the like cleavage area. You know, like it's like got neck and mm-hmm. like body. Oh man, that's like my like favorite cutout, like a diamond cutout for the boobies. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's my favorite because that's just a slutty outfit. It was. It was great. That and outfit plus pink. fishnets. My goodness. My goodness. Game over. There you go. She looks great. She goes to a bar. She meets the bellhop. <gasps> and she's like, uh, that funeral was so boring. Everyone was crying. It was terrible. And she's like kissing him. Oh, and the bartender okay. comes over and she's like, hey, sense. Gail. And she's like, oh, I'm not Gail. I wish she would call me by my real name. Mm-hmm. And the guy's like, relax, relax. Don't worry. She doesn't really understand your personalities. So he knows about her personality. The bellhop does or the bartender? The bellhop does. does. Okay, the bellhop the bellhop is in on this. Yeah. Okay. So turns out that um I'm trying not to get too far ahead of myself. Uh but he um he's like a scheming man, okay? And he's like talking about all her personalities. He's like well, you know, we ha- we saw Amy and Gail, but you know, you're the one that I really love. Mm. So he's like playing all the personalities and like dating them. Maybe is he, hmm. he gr- grifting them, doing a little grift? Is that the, uh... is that technically polyamory? Yeah, I think so. No, not technically. <laughs> is it emotionally it's polyamory? Emotionally polyamory. Yeah. <laughs> um, key thing to note: they've only met three months ago. Mm-hmm. Oh, so this is hot and heavy. Okay, um, and he's like, "We're going to become <laughs> a little family together," but it's really just one person. Mm-hmm. But he's like treating them all like they're individuals. Hmm. This guy's really fucked up. Yeah. I mean, he killed somebody with a glass. Well, and he sounds—he sounds like he's—he knows the shit with the uh, dissociative identity, whatever. Dissociative identity disorder. Yep. Yes, Dan, <laughs> tell us a little bit about what that means. So, dissociative identity disorder is uh, one of the three subsets of dissociative disorders. Um, some of these can be dissociative amnesia, also known as a fugue state, um, and then there's basically um, dissociative disorder that separates you from reality so when some people go like oh i'm seeing myself do a thing and i can't control it so like that idea of floating above one's body those are all disassociative states but disassociative okay. identity disorder is generally almost exclusively brought on by severe trauma 
right. severe emotional trauma. So um, you basically like, you know, when you compartmentalize something and you go, oh, I'm, I'm this way at work. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Mm-hmm. Or I'm this yeah. way with my family. Imagine if those things existed for you, but you didn't even acknowledge that you had the capability of living in those other states. So like work, Patrick is unaware of how home Patrick behaves and you might have extreme personalities in either one of those states. That's a disassociative identity disorder. I mean, that sounds like me. That sounds like that what sounds I like have. me. What's um, it's the scary thing is like we all to how agree common is it? Very uncommon. Uncommon in that it occurs in less than a half of one percent okay. um, of people. But that's also sectioned pretty heavily uh, outside the United States. The United States has a very low incidence of this. But you'll find disassociative identity disorders externally because there's a lot more trauma other right. places. Interesting. Hmm. Because if I were to go on TV movies, I would say it happens quite a lot. <laughs> um, I brought a clip today um, from the original. Uh, they call it DID in the movie. Mm-hmm. So you have to be cool and know. It's oh. DID. Okay. DID. Um, this is Sally Field playing Sybil in Sybil with an S. Okay. Um, not Sybil like Sybil Shepherd. You know, right, right. Um, so I'm gonna play a clip of her having <laughs> not, all her personalities. Not, not her, not the movie where she played Sybil Shepherd. <laughs> there might be an ad. I hope not, but I don't think there would because this is from the 70s. Um, but this is like my favorite <laughs> example of this. There was no kitty cat. And what's the name? That suction cups on your toes or something? It's not there. It's not there. The kitty cat is not there. No. I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. No. No. She won an Emmy for this. You're not Danny. No. The people, the people, they watch. They watch. They're everywhere. Now what are you talking about? Oh, out. Oh, out. Get out. She has like, I think, 16 personalities in this movie. That's a lot. She's going through them all right now. She will be glad to see me. Do you know what to do? I have to find parts. Who is Dr. Wilbur? That's all right. I'll hitchhike. I'll hitchhike. I want my suitcase. You'll hitchhike where? You can't go anywhere unless you are somewhere, and you don't know where you are. And how confusing would that be? Because you're like, who am I talking to? <laughs> you know? Okay. Who? Who is this? Yeah. Who is this now? And honestly, the they would not be able to answer you. They would right. not be able to give you a tangible answer. Like a real. To- so a real one is like they they don't really have. So. Movie ones, it's like they name their different names. They all have different names, and they say, but "Like, so you're saying, like, hey, it's me, Madeline, and I wear sexy clothes." In real you life, know? it would be like, "I'm Drew," or it's like, "I'm Drew." Um, <laughs> it can be both. It can be both. You can oh have. My That's my work. Welcome You can you can have both. Where you can be like, "No, this is I'm Drew." And then you have a certain way you are, and then another facet of Drew. A lot of times, it's easier if a person is able to identify and work, because uh, there there's no medication for disassociative identity disorder. Right. It's all based in psychotherapy. That's the only way you can actually alleviate some of the symptoms, mm-hmm. is to get people to stop compartmentalizing. Right. You know, people with DID um, oftentimes are yes. treated with antidepressants, but that's only to treat certain individual personality aspects. So some of them may not suffer from antidepressants and may react differently to antidepressants that is fucking crazy isn't it insane (laughs) i mean like Like, not 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 rude crazy not rude like Like, just like you close your mind yeah Yeah. like that's that's nuts to me yes i mean just because it's you you having that like (laughs) so like in reality it's like who, who am i talking to now 
what do you you're, are you crazy i'm then me you're yeah. talking to me like, right totally <laughs> but then you don't it's completely different person <clears throat> so they, okay. didn't, they wouldn't really know necessarily unless they were being treated they wouldn't know about the other things. If that person was that person they are being was being treated. They all have to be treated so separately. There's, yeah. there's various degrees as well. There's some people that go, Oh, I'm I felt myself disassociate, but I was I was watching this other person live in my skin. Mm-hmm. And there's some people that go like it's like a light switch where they're off something else is on, they're off something else is on, and there's no continuity between the personalities. Mm. So disassociative identity disorder, the more severe kinds, like if you ever see the movie Split. Oh yeah. James McAvoy does an incredible job in a very, very severe form of DID, mm-hmm. where each one is aware of the other's existence, but there is no through line, there is no connectivity, and that—that that is the way it is. And There's one no gives connectivity. Them superpowers. Yeah, and that's yeah. also true. Yes. Everyone with dissociative identity <laughs> disorder can walk has, on walls. Has okay. Superpowers. Yeah. Um, so, in this, I hope that's in this movie. I, well, I know no, I didn't see. Not it. in this movie. <laughs> Damn it! But in this movie, we, they do talk about going to the light. So, like one person's in the light, and that's when they're featured as like the the personality. Oh, okay. like so they stage. all are aware of each other. But yeah, they're all on stage. I guess is a good way to think about mm-hmm. it. So. Gail gets back into the light and she's like talking to Madeline in the bathroom mirror. They're talking to each other. So it's like a, it's like Lindsay Hartley is over here in the mirror. And then like, yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's inaccurate. Well, right. <laughs> well, you know, sort of. but they're like, you know, we have to keep this together because of the insurance policy on the husband. He had an insurance policy. Wait, is Gail in on this? Gail's in on also, it. Also, Gail is also dating the bellhop. What? Oh, right. Yes. They're all so they're in. all in on it. And wow. we find out the bellhop, his name is Warren. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck that guy. Yeah, yes. already, Warren. Already. And Warren, uh, like, Gail tells Madeline, Madeline that, like, there is something going on with Warren. Like, he's cheating on them, and she should check it out. So Madeline goes through his stuff and finds a gun. And she's like, oh, there's a gun. And there's pictures of him with the bartender. What? Bartender dude bartender? It's a girl bartender. Uh, unfortunately, unfortunately. Oh, I was going to say, now that's, that, that's, that's shit good. Fun. That's fun. Um, <laughs> no, girl bartender. <laughs> and Madeline's like, what the hell, Warren? Like, you have all these pictures with this girl. You're clearly dating her. And he's like, oh, it was a past relationship. Don't worry about it. And then another personality comes when the that none of them know about Sadie and Sadie's like I'm getting the gun and I'm gonna kill you she's the she's Chris Farley from that uh, Gap Girl (laughs) sketch (laughs) good to see that character still getting work lay off me I'm starving (laughs) I'm here for the gun and the french fries I will reiterate Lindsay Hartley is a better actress than I am (laughs) Clearly, um, but yes, essentially yes, but with a gun, and uh, she, uh-huh. it's more she, fun. She shoots Warren in the ear. God, um, what is she, Van Gogh? Christ, I know. Oh. And he's like, "You shot me," and she's like, "I'm out of here." Um, so, in the, did she mean? To, did she miss? She meant to, She meant to shoot him, but Gail took over the body just in time to like slightly oh, move the okay. gun, oh, okay. and then Gail runs out, and she's like, "I can't believe I almost killed someone." I gotta go see my therapist. Uh, you I mean, know. I gotta be honest with you, Gail. Probably should have seen the therapist a little bit before this. Well, she did kill someone. Yeah, yeah, already. Her husband, mm-hmm. But she didn't do it. She just it, Lady Macbeth, that you know. Okay. So mm-hmm. 
Warren goes to the bartender's house. Her name is Tony. And Tony's like, what the hell? You, uh, you know, almost uh, got killed. Like, we have a plan. We're going to get this millions of dollars from life insurance and we're going to go to Bermuda. And he's like, yes, baby. Yes, we will do that. Um, I'm sorry. And he's like, I'm going to work on getting uh, not shot in the ear. Well, I'm going to work on getting Gail to marry me tomorrow. All right. (laughs) I'll do it tomorrow. Tomorrow. (laughs) That's what I tell my wife about chores and things. Like, oh, we'll get married tomorrow. It's fine. We'll right? Ugh. And Julie, the daughter, remember her? She, uh, <laughs> yeah, not really, right? <laughs> she hasn't been in this movie a lot, and she doesn't get a lot of play in this movie because there's all the personalities to get through. Yep. So Julie is working with her friend Mark, who's like a college friend, and he's like a little cutie. And she's Is like, there a more fucking anodyne name than Mark? I know. I know, Mark. Like, Mark literally is like a euphemism for a suspect or like real cheap ass chintzy dude. Yeah. Like, oh, what are you a Mark? Great. But he has connections <laughs> at the college. So they go talk to the professor of psychology. What? Yeah. And this is where we get all our information that Dan has already told us much better than they did. Um, Cause they're like, Oh, uh, your mom, they like say the symptoms that the mom is experiencing and the professor's like, I believe she has DID, multiple personality disorder. And then they go and watch a bunch of clips on YouTube, but it's called Visivid. So they basically watch that Sybil clip that I played <laughs> <laughs> from Sally Field's movie. And they're like, Julie's like, I don't think my mom would have this. I would know she's my mom. Uh-huh. You know? Yeah. Um, but really, she doesn't even have a good relationship with her mom. Yeah, she wouldn't know. So Warren wastes no time, and he proposes to Gail and Madeline, um, and they both say yes, and they get married as soon as possible, you know? Um, There's a nightmare sequence that happens where Julie uh, thinks her mom is, like, killing her. Mm Mm-hmm. Ooh. Yeah. And she calls her mom, and she's like, Mom, like, I had a really bad dream. Like, let's go to lunch and maybe bring your friend, um, the one you were talking about the other day, Madeline. And Gail's like, oh, fuck. I didn't realize I talked about her. And so she orchestrates a whole thing where she gets Tony, the bartender, to be Madeline at the brunch. Okay. Is this Tony with an I? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's got to be a Tony with an I. Yeah. Got to be. With a heart on the eye. <laughs> so you suspect Tony. Gail has everything covered. Okay. She's like feeling good about it. Julie shows up. They have their little lunch. And then um, Tony is like, talking and Julie's like well what was your major in college because I'm in college and I'm a college student and Tony's like my major (laughs) I hope she did it just like that yeah yeah Tony wasn't a good actor she's equal part with me she pulls her collar to a steam comes out uh Lindsay Hartley is like oh you mean art art history right and Tony's like yes art history yes and Julie is like oh well what do you think about Paul Rubens and she's like, loved him, Pee Wee Herman. Uh, <laughs> yes. I was going to say, yeah, that's, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Great, the best, great. best death scene ever. Uh, yes, great death scene in Buffy. Uh, no, she means Peter Paul Rubens, the painter mm. from the 1600s. Okay. okay. Then say Peter Paul. Paul Rubens it is was, the more famous Paul Rubens. It was Rubens. shady. But now Julia's like, I don't trust something. Something's going on here. Fair. So Warren cancels um, on a date with Gail and Madeline because he has to bail out Tony because she got a parking ticket for like driving drunk or something. Or that's not <laughs> what that means. A speeding ticket or like she got pulled over and like got in trouble. Sure. So he had to go bail her out. Yeah. Fair. I said like three different things that happened. It wasn't very clear. <laughs> um, 
And There's been a murder. Here's your fine. Madeline takes over Gail's body and goes out to pick up some dudes because she's not going to just sit around and wallow that Warren's not coming on their date. Mm-hmm. So she goes out. She like has a man uh, like hit on her, and she's like, you can't ha- handle me. And she walks away, and he's like <laughs> walking after her, and he grabs her, and she bites him. Mm. Okay? And Julie is watching the whole thing because she trailed her mom. And she's like, Mom! Mom, why are you Mom. biting? Why are you biting, dudes? Yes. Mom, Mom, and, drop it! No. Yes, yes. And she's like, Arr, Arr. Uh, the police come and like they're like Gail gets almost taken to jail, but Julie's like, she's my mom. She didn't mean. <laughs> and to the bite cops him. are like, oh, okay then. Oh, right. Oh, okay. <laughs> she's a mother. This is yes. fine. This makes sense. Um, and Warren shows up like just in time to be like, hey, I got this. It's fine. And Julie's like, you know, maybe it's not a good time for my mom to marry you. Like, you should just, like, back off and, like, let. She's clearly having some problems. She bit a man tonight. Um, <laughs> How you feeling? I bit somebody. Good then. Good. So good. But Warren goes out the next day and marries her. He's a straight up. They he just get care. married. Yeah. He hey. likes the biting. It's fine. Some people like biting. So, so Ju- whatever you're into, man, I'm not here to kink shame. Julie at the brunch got a picture of Tony on her phone and sent it to her friend Mark who did computer sleuthing and did a reverse image search and Enhance. found her face mm. and he found out that she is a criminal what okay so they go to the police and they're like here's the here's the picture um wait that Tony's a criminal yeah and they're like gotcha he's a private investigator they hire like a private investigator they they're like Warren is a guy that she's with we need to know more about Warren so look into it so Warren is with Gail, and Gail goes into Amy's persona, and Amy is a baby child. Oh, yeah, we haven't met Amy yet. Oh, yeah. And she's, like, coloring, and she's like, where's my mommy? I want to have my mommy. Like that type of baby talking thing. And he's like, oh, she'll come, she'll come, don't worry. And she's like, well, you take such good care of me. Thank you. Ugh, gross. I know, and I'm like, oh, this is weird. Mm. Um, But he's basically just like, everything will be fine when we go to Bermuda. Um... And get away, and we're going to take Gail, and we're going to take Madeline and Sadie, mm-hmm. I guess. And Would you want to take Sadie? No. And, <laughs> yeah, they're going to go on their honeymoon as soon as possible because they got to get out of town, you know? Oh, we you it's like a very we big We haven't crunch. met the, uh, the personality called the dragon yet, though. So <laughs> no, <this> soon. Is... <laughs> it'll come, it'll come. So Inside the plane as they're flying. All this time, Julie is calling her mom, but her mom is uh, Amy now, so she's a child and doesn't know how to work phones. So Warren deletes the voicemails, deletes the texts, like everything, and Julie's like, what's going on? She's getting more and more pissed. She finds a journal at some point uh, from Julie's mom, or not Julie's mom, Gail's mom. It's very confusing. Okay. Julie grandma? Grandma. Julie's grandma. She okay. has a journal that's like, my daughter is acting very strange and has a bunch of different personalities. Mm-hmm. Um, so now Julie kind of knows what's going on. She's right? figuring it out. Okay. Yes. Julie strikes me as being pretty slow. Yes. Yes. Uh, but the- also like pretty street smart though. <laughs> yeah. Stop <laughs> biting people. Good yes. advice. Good advice. There's an uncle in this whole thing that's very not important. He's just like hired the private eye, but he gets murdered because, um, you know, He's an uncle. Well, he's an uncle, and he, like, calls the police, and I think Tony and Warren, like, kill him. I don't know. He's I just uncling around. He's just, he's just a loose, he's a loose end. 
You don't you don't want uncles around. Yes. No. Like Tony finds him and she's been recording all the conversations that she's been having with Warren about their plot to go to Bermuda and con this family. And he's like, I'm going to tell everyone. And she's like, no, you're not. And she goes, yeah, I'm real glad I had a kid because for a while there was only an uncle, which makes you really susceptible to murder. It's true. In all that mm-hmm. time movies, uncles always die. Mm-hmm. It's a very dangerous mm-hmm. time for uncles. Very dangerous time. Um, so the police are really dragging their feet because Julie calls them. She's like, my uncle's murdered. And they're like, okay, well, we'll check it out. <laughs> Whatever. We don't really care. Oh, fine if we have she's to. Like, she's like, uh, no, it's probably Tony and Warren. They're very bad people. That guy? Oish. And she's like, here's all the proof that Mark found on his computer. And they're like, oh, well, we don't care. And <laughs> she, That does sound like cops in fairness. This is very yeah. well written. And she calls her mom and she's like, mom, you are with a killer. He killed Uncle John. And... I was like, oh my God, Uncle John. Oh my God. Oh my God. What am I doing? Is it, wait, like her brother? Yeah. Okay. Or her husband's brother. Oh, oh, okay. I mean, I guess, you know, she should feel bad about killing her the husband, brother but, in law. Yeah. Okay. But she, um, she snaps out of it and she is walking with Warren and they're in a restaurant because he's taking her to the airport. Mm-hmm. But she's like, I have to pee. And in the restaurant, she grabs a, a knife and stabs him. What? Stabs who? Warren. Warren. Okay. In the middle of the restaurant. And I was like, oh my God. And when did uh, she stab him? Like in the neck. He's Ooh, dead. That's, oh. oh God, that's the Done. worst. That's the worst place to get stabbed. And then we flash <laughs> to me. a mental institution and Lindsay Hartley's wearing gray sweats and she still looks great. And uh, she's Lindsay Hartley, keeping it together. She keeping wrote it. a novel about her whole experience and dedicated it to or no, Julie wrote the novel because she's the one in college. So she wrote a novel uh, about mm-hmm. the whole experience and she dedicated it to the mom. And that's it. That's it. Huh? Wow. I know. Good. That's a lot. What happened to Tony? Tony died. Good. Did she die? No. I don't know. She was. She got in jail. Probably got in jail for a she's parking a ticket. <laughs> she got sorry. in jail for a parking ticket. Yeah. Then they found for out, the and then they realized she's super grifter. <laughs> yes. 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 <laughs> she just like got a boot on her car and was like, "Well, I guess I live here now." Well. Oh well. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Have my car now. Damn. <laughs> So yes, um, not a lot to this plot. It was just more about the acting and like getting the people going. So yeah. like get explaining what uh, DID is, and mm-hmm. then like having the actress play like all the different roles out, and then you being like, "Ooh, there's anyone. Ooh, there's anyone." Hmm. Um, so yeah, it was fun. How did she do? Was there enough clear differentiation between the four caricatures? Characters. Yes. Um, what I like uh, about this type of thing is that usually they dress different, like in United States of Terra, that Showtime show with, yeah. um, oh my God, what is her oh, name? Oh, yeah, yeah. You know the girl. Uh, t- her? Tony Collette. Tony Collette. Yeah. Yeah. She's great. But every character would have to put on a Tony different outfit. Tony with an eye? Tony with yeah. an eye. Yeah. Uh, she yeah, would put on a different outfit one. every time, and I love that. That show only lasted like two seasons, but it was good. I liked it. Yeah, I liked that me one. too. Yeah. Um, but then you get to know all the personalities, so this yeah. is similar to that, um, only they didn't have as many like outfit changes. They did subtly change, because it wouldn't make sense for them to change their outfits every time. Right. No, yeah. that doesn't make sense at all. they're on the run and right. trying to get to Bermuda. <laughs> so. Although imagine if you had DID and you're like, all right, I'm going to wear like basketball warm-up jackets so that when I want to transition in between characters. Yes. Next outfit. Next outfit. So, Dan, I assigned you more homework about Lindsay Hartley. Do you yes. have um, any homework you'd like to tell me about her? So I do. Um, Lindsay Hartley basically came to fame, rose to prominence for the soap, soap opera Passions. No way. That's true. She was on Passions. She was the center of Passions. Oh my God, I loved Passions, but I don't remember her. I just remember Timmy. 
Yeah, well, I got news for you. She was the number one thing. She was on Passions from the beginning of the show. She played uh, Teresa Lopez Fitzgerald Winthrop Crane. Oh, damn. That's damn, a lot of names. girl. Yeah, she was married. But to- I like that Lopez is in there, okay, because I know she's got some but ethnicity in her. Wasn't she, she, was on, she was on another one. She was. Soap opera. Yeah, she was. Days. She was also on All My Children. I want to say All My days Children. Days of Our Lives. Oh, was it Days of Our Lives, too? I love I Days, so. too. Not a thing anymore. Yeah, no. she played. Well, she was on All My Children. She played Cara Castillo. Uh, and she was on Days of Our Lives. She played Ariana Hernandez. So she's been sure. through it. She's been a soap opera actress. She was in over 1,800 episodes of Passions. Whoa. Christ. 1,800 episodes? I know. We did 100 episodes of the podcast this are you, and I'm like, okay, yeah, I've you succeeded. I'm done. Kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> Pack it in, and these are like, not to ruin anything at home. Yeah, like we're doing this in a one shot. Right, one shot. This yes. isn't like an all day affair. No, involving a whole lot of people. This is a one shot. We're done. Wrap it up. That's an episode. That's it. Yeah. Oh my God, Lindsay Hartley, how the fuck did you do this? It's crazy. She's a hard worker. Clearly, she, wow. she is, and that's she's all, had. I mean, that's. That's all she does. I mean, that's her jam. Yeah, she was on Passions yeah. from 1999 to 2008, which wow. is really impressive. <laughs> Days of Our Lives for about two years. Um, so Drew, she is like legitimate. Like when they say the when like the 10,000 hours, oh yeah, an expert. Yeah, Malcolm Gladwell would be like, she got it. She got it. She got. When it. did she start doing Lifetime movies? Do you know? Uh, yeah, she started doing Lifetime movies back in 2016. She did a Hallmark movie in 2014 called uh, Perfect on Paper. Oh, I don't so know that one. She oh. had. It, I would be interested to see her in a Hallmark because. Yeah. She is really good, so she would probably make that work. Yeah. She had a I weird f- career arc in that she was I feel she like was on passion. She's overkill in a Hallmark movie. She's good. Uh-huh. She'd be overkill. Oh yeah. She'd be like too good. Yeah, like it'd be over you'd be like, Oh Oh, you're you don't need to you don't need to You don't do need this. to really <laughs> have feelings about your dead mother. Just say that she's dead. <laughs> That's all you're <laughs> Say that she's dead and say I sad. Yes. You don't I'm even have to put now. M. No, right. no alternators. Uh, Drew, she was on Smallville. I don't yeah. know if you watched Smallville. Uh, yeah, she played that. Mad Harriet, one of the the new gods, one of the children of Apocalypse. Yep. Sorry, oh, it's cool. a little nerdy. Okay, I, I nerd time, that. nerd time. Yeah. I love I did, it. I did, well, know, I did know that one. <laughs> she got uh, she got that role because her husband, her ex husband Justin Hartley, played Green Arrow on Smallville. Yeah. Oh, he did. Yep. yep. So he played Green Arrow, I only and know then he's like, "This is Mad us Harriet in my heart because he's so cute." He's a handsome man. They but, are a handsome couple. My goodness. So they are married? No, they got divorced in 2012. 2012. They have God, one child together. so much shit. But she kept his last name? She kept his last name. So her last name originally was Corman. Oh, even is, on Passions? Uh, so when she first came on to Passions, it was Corman. They didn't get married until 2002. Wow. Or sorry, 2004. But it's just like her professional name at this point, so it, she might as well keep yeah. it. Yeah, so from 2004 all the way to 2012, it was hard. I don't know if I How would do that. How does she... Where, when does she go to sleep? When I does know. she sleep? Well, and she looks great, so she must have like good face masks because she does not look tired at all. She's in incredible shape. I don't think I don't <laughs> she's forty one. She really? Real? No is way. She she's forty one. I don't think she's real. She should be my friend. Forty one. That's yeah. I mean, I'm only twenty one, but whatever, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm saying, like, we could be friends. Yeah. Oh, sorry, just forty. My apologies, but. Yeah, even still. <laughs> She's doing a great job. <laughs> Wonderful. Sorry, Lindsay. Sorry, Sorry Lindsay. Lindsay. Sorry. We don't want to add that year. Um, but, year. you know, age, you know, whatever. Whatever. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. matter. You like, look like you're 20. Happy 40th. You look like you're 21. Happy okay. 2000th episode of a single fucking thing. Holy God. True, true, And like true. a million movie. Girl. Okay, yeah. okay. Well, good research. Worker. Dan, I'm so happy that we have the research. Yeah. Um, from you. Anything, any last minute things about Lindsay that we need to know? Um... Before we put it up or put a cork in it? 
So Lindsay's been on a real run of Lifetime films. Yeah, she has. Very, um, so for very really for the past two years, this is her source of income. She's off that. I imagine she made 2,000 episodes of a soap opera. Right. Probably going to do 2,000 Lifetime movies. Sure. Good. I could see that. Yeah. I'm and she's good. The only time I've ever seen made her, she a was good. Thousand lifetime movies, so <laughs> yes. she's only got a thousand more to she's go. Halfway, okay, great. <laughs> um, so Dan, what yep. are you going to do to this movie? We either pour it up or put a cork in it. So I'm actually going to go ahead and pour it up for this one. I like Lindsay Hartley. I believe in her charisma. I believe in her acting chops. Obviously, she's got the time in there. She's a veteran. She knows what she's doing. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pour it up. This is a loopy, loopy idea, but I think she can carry the crux of this film. Right. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to pour it up, too. That's uh, Lindsay Hartley, man. Okay. That's great. Wonderful. Good job, Lindsay. Um, I am also pouring it up. It was the most entertaining one that I watched this weekend. And nice. I watched three of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was, like, super excited to talk about it. So, And I really yeah. like this subject. It's, I like, it's interesting. I like weird, yeah. like, rare psychological disorders. Yes. Those are cool to me. Very it's definitely weird. Interesting. Yeah. And totally, like... I like that it's not just in America, and it's more not in America. It's oh in yeah, other places. That's so crazy. Yeah, it's more, but in it makes sense. Shittier places. Yeah, than it makes America. sense. <laughs> so when we, it's a coping mechanism. Yeah, yeah. When we think about dissociative identity disorder, we think about these these big personalities where there is, you know, Chris Farley, and then you have all the other different personalities. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times, it's just someone will react to something completely different. Right. Like they can actually have different fears. They'll have different tastes in food. Oh, cool. They'll have, it's just these subtle little things like where a completely different person will emerge. You might not be able to tell a big noted difference, yeah. but they are different people. They have different thought processes. They have different hopes and dreams and wants and fears and so motivations. So much shit to fucking hold up in, man, in your brain. Brains yeah, are crazy. Brains are crazy. <laughs> brains, am I right? Whoa! <laughs> Speaking of brains, it's time for our favorite segment of this week and every week. Terrible segue, Patrick. <laughs> what you say, Candace Cameron Burry. On my wedding day, catch that bouquet. Candace hates the gays. Candace Cameron Bure, drinking rosé, eating creme brulee, can't share with me, Candace Cameron Bure, yeah, what you say, Candace Cameron Bure, okay, what you say, Candace Cameron Bure, we That's watched a, a clip from Candace's Instagram, mm-hmm. I don't think you got to do one last time I you didn't. were here because you were on season two. I think we had you had the distorted like what you say, Candace Cameron Bure. Yeah, had that one yes. going. That's so, great. Now we have a song. Um, so Candace took a hiatus when we took a hiatus. Mm-hmm. Coincidence? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think it is. I don't think so. I think she's warming it's, up to us. Right. It's weird. <laughs> you know, she stopped doing Instagram stories when we stopped recording. Now okay. we're back, and she's back. Huh. And she has very important things to say. So I'm going to play the clip. It's very important, okay? Very important. You know when you get a haircut and it looks really cute mm-hmm. because your hairdresser styles it? Oh, and yeah. then you get home and try to do it yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not looking so cute? That's me. <laughs> I need help. And you know when you have dinner plans that you've really been looking forward to because it's a new restaurant that you've really wanted to try and then the day comes but you ate too much at lunch and then you really don't want to go to dinner yeah that's me right now 
<laughs> and you know when you have uh, really bad cramps? <laughs> God. And all you want to do is go to the gym and work out? Yeah, girl. Instead of going to dinner and then just stuffing yourself even more? Yeah, that's me right now. That one's confusing. Okay, I realize that most of us want to stay in bed when we have really bad cramps, but I've been in bed for the last two hours. And now, because I'm so full, I want to go to the gym. But Okay. You know, I don't normally say that people deserve cramps. <laughs> but Candace, Candace deserves cramps. You know, when you're recording a podcast and doing a segment about Candace Cameron Bure, you know? Yeah, I'm that right now. I'm doing that right now. So relatable. So relatable. So relatable. <laughs> That's Patrick, the whole point Patrick, of the, you know. Patrick, you know, like when you're doing a pod, you're on a podcast mm-hmm. and and you're out of a vodka limeade oh, mm-hmm. and you want more vodka limeade. That's me right now. You did it. You did it. Dan, you have to do one. Patrick, you know when you're like recording a podcast, but you also didn't get a chance to go to the bathroom before... You came and recorded the podcast. That's me right now. Oh my God. <laughs> it that format works for anything. <laughs> you could just say anything. You could say any, all, you, anything. all you have to do is say, m- you know, you know, blah blah blah. Know. That's me right now. You know that time when you have to blah 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 blah. I think that's gonna be my new my new thing on Instagram. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do that right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna record an Instagram. Right Patrick, now. you know when you had a really good idea <laughs> to do something on Instagram. That's you right now. And you now. just have to like do it? Yeah. It's so relatable. Right she, now. She's really teaching me about social media, you know? <laughs> like you, you it's know, amazing. You know when you're you know when you're on a on a really hard level of candy crush? <laughs> for like two candy weeks. Candy crush. I have to put a filter on it though, so I'm a bunny. <laughs> <laughs> you know when you're recording a podcast about Candace? That you have to do a segment like she did it? That's me right now. Okay, I did a little face up there. Great. We did it. Okay, I think that wraps up our Candace conversation. Uh, that's yep. great. Uh, Dan, where can we find you? Or when's, when's uh, the push-off coming? So uh, the push-off podcast comes out every Wednesday. Um, we have the Super Bowl coming up so soon. Big time. So soon. Yeah. Big time. Guys, it is going to be an absolute slobber knocker of a game. But before that, we are going to have a guide for everybody that is not really into football, right, but wants to be a part of this, wants to be able to have a conversation about the Super Bowl, we are going to be your guide. If you go to the Push Off podcast, we are going to have the non-football fans guide to football within our podcast. So you will be able to go to those Super Bowl parties and you will be able to comport yourself with poise. Right. Yes. You don't have to hang out in the kitchen, girls. You can go sit on the couch with the boys. And you can and you can actually get in and be like, oh, so this team like went through all this and this team went through all this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. touch down, touch my body. Touch my body. <laughs> touch push me it off. down right there. Touch yeah, me down, touch push it off. Touch me down. <laughs> Tackle Wonderful. me. Uh, <laughs> Tackle my body. Wide receive this. <laughs> yes. Uh, goal. Oh no. Um, yeah, what's goal. it called? Um, goal. You no, can say goal. I'm trying to think of a, a football reference that I know. That's a goal. Punt. 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 That sounds sexy Sup, when punt. you say like <laughs> punt. <laughs> punt. You know, punt. Punt me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's enough sports talk. Drew, where can we find you? <laughs> 
You can find me at Drew, but with pants. Uh, you can also. Uh, Check out my band, The Limbos. We're on Spotify and all the things that you listen to music on. They're good. They're our theme song for the Push Off podcast. That's that is amazing. True. No Limbos on this podcast. Sorry. Um, but uh. if you write a Lifetime and Court theme song, I'll probably play it. Okay. Yeah. Um, thank you guys for listening. Uh, check us out on LifetimeOnCourt.com. Check out our uh, Instagram, Lifetime on Court, And I don't really know. Yeah, I'm tired. Um, uh, call us 872-267-4117. Okay, that's it. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.